Hello friends. Today's episode is called Regifting. I think most everyone has regifted at some time. Someone gives you a gift that you appreciate but don't have a need for. Maybe another person admires it and you offer it to them as a gift. That's regifting. The specific kind of regifting I'm talking about today is a little different. We each receive spiritual gifts and they're wonderful. We want them and we need them. But they aren't just for us. They are gifts we're expected to share with others, to regift to others. The neat thing about this type of regifting is that when we give the gift away, we still have it. And sometimes we have even more than what we had in the beginning. Giving the gift to someone else actually increases the amount of the gift that remains in me. I will share six spiritual gifts that were called to regift. They are love, mercy, knowledge of God, life, the Holy Spirit, and faith. Each of these is a gift from God, and each is something that God calls us to re-gift to others in our lives. So let's see how that works, beginning with the gift of love. I've known a lot of love in my life. I grew up in a loving family, and we still enjoy being together today. I married into a wonderful family. My husband loves me, and his parents couldn't have loved me more. I used to babysit for a family three to four afternoons a week, from the time I was 12 until I graduated from high school. That family loved me. I remember one time I needed a loan for college. I asked the mother, Sue, for help. I still recall her exact words to me. Colleen, don't you know that if he asked me to lay down on the ground and let you walk all over me, I would do it? I was well-loved, and still am, and that is a great gift. I didn't know it at the time, but my experience of love was not what everyone else experienced. But I can guess that if you're listening to this podcast, you have known love. If you know God, you know love, because God is love. You've received the gift of love. What are you supposed to do with it? Jesus said in John fifteen twelve to 15 to love one another. That is how we re-gift the love we've been given. We love the people God puts in our life. 1 John four nineteen says that we love because he first loved us. When I love another person, I am sharing God's love with them. The love we have allows us to love others. Those who've never known love can't love. The most angry and difficult people in our lives need to be loved. If they're loved, they can be transformed. God calls us to re-gift his love so that others can know love as we do. So there's a question to ask yourself. Do I share God's love with all those I meet? Do I share it in my own home? That's the first place to love, you know. Who is God calling you to love today? Let's look at the second gift to re-gift, the gift of mercy. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus teaches us the Lord's Prayer. One petition is to forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I ask God to forgive me to the degree that I forgive others. What did Jesus teach us about mercy? He led the way in forgiveness by asking the Father to forgive those who crucified him because they did not know what they were doing. Jesus is on the cross because of our sins, and so he asked the Father to forgive 
our sins. How much has Jesus forgiven you, forgiven me? We can't even know because we don't realize all the bad that we do, all the times that we choose our own will over God's. The closer we come to God, the more clearly we can see our own faults and sins. But know that God has forgiven each of us so much. He is an endless fount of mercy. So I've been given the gift of mercy. God has forgiven my sins. What do I do with that? I show mercy to others who have offended me. This is very hard to do, I admit. But look at it this way. Am I forgiving them of something more than God has forgiven me? And here's another thing to consider. When I live in unforgiveness, I suffer much more than the other person. God is not just asking us to forgive because it's the right thing to do. He wants us to forgive so that we can be healed, healed of bitterness, resentment, and hate. A dear friend who was dying told me that he harbored such unforgiveness for his ex-wife who betrayed him, and that was one of the reasons for his sickness. He knew unforgiveness had a physical effect on him. God knows that too. He wants us to forgive so that we can be healed. So we have received mercy, and we re-gift that mercy to others. We forgive as we have been forgiven. And we have been forgiven much. So the question to ask ourselves is, am I able to forgive those who have hurt me or hurt those I love? What is keeping me from re-gifting God's mercy? The third thing to re-gift is knowledge of God. In 2 Timothy 4, from 2 to 12, Paul writes to proclaim the word, to teach. Jesus told the apostles to go and proclaim the good news. He tells us to do that as well. When we know God, how can we not tell the whole world? If I love someone, how can I not desire that they know God, who is the best part of my life? So we have a responsibility to share the good news. We have to be wise about how, but we still have to do it. We have to speak God's truth, even the hard teachings. A friend told me that she heard a homily in which the priest criticized a recent law that violated church teaching. Several people walked out while he preached. After Mass, she thanked him for his bold teaching and he told her, I'm not going to hell for my parishioners. This priest shared God's truth without fear of rejection. In another situation, several friends went to a retreat where the Christian retreat leader taught things that were wrong about God. They didn't challenge the leader in the class and regretted that decision, but one of them wrote an email after to the host of the retreat and shared her disappointment with very clear, respectful language, being very specific about some of the problem statements made by the leader. We must correct those who speak falsely about God. Silence often means agreement or is interpreted that way. The person who doesn't know the true God may not be changed, but the others listening will hear the truth. When we don't tell the truth about God and his teachings, we're helping someone on their way to hell, and we might be going there with them. So we receive the gift of knowledge of God, and we re-gift this to others in our life. The question to ask myself is, do I tell people about God? Do I correct their false images of him? And if not, what's holding me back? The fourth thing to re-gift is life. In Genesis 1.27, we read that God created man in his image. 
That's why life is precious, because we are created in God's image. God made man above all creatures. We're not the same as animals who walk the earth or swim the ocean or fly in the sky. We're different because we and we alone, are, as humans, are made in God's image. God gives us life as a gift. Do we see it that way? Do we see our own life as a gift from God? Do we see the lives of others as a gift? Do we treat other human people in that way? If I've been given the gift of life, am I open to bringing new life into the world? Do I encourage others to bring new life into the world? Or do I criticize those who have lots of children? The Bible talks about children being a blessing, but the world tells us that children are a burden, not a blessing. That's very sad. Imagine being told that you're a burden just by being alive. It's not true. Each person has a purpose, a reason they were born, a purpose given them by God. But so many don't know that. Do you know it? Do you believe it is true for you? Every life is a gift from God. We should speak of it as such. God gives life and God takes it away. Not me. I've been given the gift of life. I can re-gift it by bringing new life into the world, like my son Tommy, by helping others bring new life into the world, and by encouraging those who don't realize that their life is precious and meaningful. So the question to ask myself is, do I see life as a gift for me and for others? If not, what lies are blinding me to the truth that God gives the gift of life? The fifth thing to re-gift is the Holy Spirit. In Luke 11:13, Jesus says, If you know how to give good gifts, how much more the Father will give you the Holy Spirit. He promises to give us the Holy Spirit. If you have faith, if you believe in God, even if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you have been given the gift of faith. You may want more, I hope you do, but know that you already have the gift. The Holy Spirit guides us and leads us in our journey of faith. Any good inspiration or good work comes through the working of the Holy Spirit. All things good and true and beautiful come from God through the Holy Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit, don't you want to share him with others? He's not just for you. He's for you to share. We give the gift of the Holy Spirit when we pray with others and for others. We give the gift of the Holy Spirit when we share a word of God to another person. A friend was questioning God's love for her, and I was able to remind her of the many ways she had already experienced God in her life. I was sharing the Holy Spirit with her. When I lead a retreat, I'm sharing the Holy Spirit with the people there. I always leave even more filled with the Holy Spirit than when I started. That's the beauty of re-gifting the Holy Spirit and all of these gifts. You end up with more than you started. After I finish a retreat, I'm usually walking on air because the Holy Spirit has been working. It's wonderful. So the question to ask yourself about this gift is, do I allow the Holy Spirit to lead me so that I can share his message of love? Do I pray that others receive the Holy Spirit? The last of our six items to re-gift is faith. In 1 Peter 3.15, it says that we're all called a witness to our faith. Always be ready to give a defense for the hope that is within you. In another place, it says, how will they know God if someone doesn't tell them? If I have faith, will I keep it under a bushel or let it shine for the whole world to see? 
When I share my faith with others, it increases my own faith. Faith is not just me and God. It's me and God and whoever else he puts in my life. So give your faith away. There'll be more left behind for you. I promise. So how do you do that? Maybe you've been turned off by people who seem to push their faith on you, and you don't want to be like that. Or you know people who can quote scripture and verse from the Bible, and you can't do that. You don't want to look like a fool, especially if they ask a question you can't answer. There are lots of reasons not to share our faith, and there are lots of ways not to share our faith, ways that actually drive people away from God instead of closer to Him. How do we do it well? We listen to God and let him lead us to share when it's right and in the right way. We think about how different our life is now that we know God as compared to what it was like before, and we tell that to others. It's what Jesus has done for me. Each of us has a story to tell, and we live our, live our faith in all that we do, in all that we say. We are the light shining on a hill. When we live our faith, people are attracted to that because a person of faith should be filled with joy. Not because their life is perfect, it's usually not, but because God is with them. So we re-gift our faith by living it, and sometimes we re-gift it by telling others about what God has done in our lives. That's sharing our faith. So the question here is, how do I share my faith with others? And is God calling me to do this differently? So those are the six spiritual gifts that we can re-gift. Love mercy, knowledge of God, life, the Holy Spirit, and faith. Give first to those closest to you. Those are the people God puts in your life to serve first. After them, move outside the family and into your church family and into your community and beyond. Our model is always Jesus. What did he gift? Everything. He gave his entire life in service to us so that we can live with him forever in heaven and we follow his lead. So here are two final questions to take to prayer. Question one, which of the six gifts do you most enjoy regifting? Remember, the gifts are love, mercy, knowledge of God, life, the Holy Spirit, and faith. And question two, is there a gift that you have difficulty regifting? If so, why? That's all our food for today. Thank you for listening. May God bless you in just the way you need today.